Dave, is the technology working? Hello, Ralph, Dave. Ralph, am I coming in clear? Dave, are we delayed? I can't tell. Dave, Dave how's this? Check one, two. Check one. Silence. Wait a minute. What? You're here. I'm here, surprise. Oh, the quarantine is lifted. Not technically. You know, I was in a neighborhood. I thought I'd stop by. Yeah, you know, not technically lifted. Well, lifted enough. Yeah, we lifted enough. Our ladies have loosened the reins a little bit. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. Welcome. Yeah. This told, is a great day. I told you when I got here, I forgot how to drive and I forgot how to get here. Well, it's been a long time. Kona, long was, time. Kona was very excited I to see so you. I was so happy to see you. So Kona. excited to see yeah. you. Um, she, she's so good at, like, doing the one little paw over your arm. Like, you can't leave? Yeah, just to yeah. know that she's, just to let you know she's there, she you know? She me there, it was great. Um, oh, it's, this is, this is good. I like this. It's been, I don't even know two how months. long it's been. Has it at, been le- months? at least two months, yeah. Lifta. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, we're happy to be back together. And, very happy. And for a very important episode very this is gonna be probably one of our top four or five episodes i believe it's gotta be top 38 overall i would think i concur um top 15 of this year sure um it's it's very important for sure to you and me and to um 10 other folks i know although i'm not sure any of them listen I think Danny does. Uh, actually, I, does. I found out that Mike listens. That's oh, yeah? a funny story for when we get to uh, talking about the draft. All right. Uh, how I found out. But um, so uh, let's start a little lighter. Uh, yes. Last week, uh, there was a mouse that was tormenting There's a mouse in the house. There was a mouse in the house. If you look at the traps over there or uh-huh. behind me. He has eaten the peanut butter off of all of the traps. That's awesome. He's a smart little you-know-what. So by this time, you've got to name him, right? Uh, I believe uh, Claire named him Tobin. Okay. Uh, he no longer has a name. Uh, let's a Spoiler alert, we took care of the problem. But here's spoiler what happened. Alert. Last week, uh, recording, she was upstairs dealing with Tobin running around taunting her. Mm-hmm. And I'm down here recording, and I log off with you, and I'm getting the getting it finalized. And Tobin runs across. He's dancing around down here, 
And he doesn't like he's not hiding. Yeah. He's like up in your business. Yeah, he knows. He was like right here in the middle. He's like, Do you see me? Do you see me? Uh-huh. Do you see me? No you know, fear. this kind of move? No, no fear. fear. So he ate the peanut butter out of the traps. We resorted we had to we got extra traps. We doubled the traps. Yeah. Still multiple nights, no catching of the guy. We we put out a more sensitive He's too small to to weigh down a real a regular okay. trap. We realized, sure. which seems ridiculous because I'm almost smacking my finger every time I do it. Yep. Anyway, we resorted to sticky traps, which are horrible and disgusting. They're inhumane. I don't want to use them, but Tobin put us in this position. Yeah, you had no choice. Um, they're the ones we use at school, and so like the end of the school year, we'll we'll look behind a shelf where we didn't even know there was one where the engineers put it down, and there's like <laughs> mummified mice back there. It's horrifying. Anyway, so I went to check the traps the other night after I put them across every doorway. I realized I said this was going to be light. It's actually a little gruesome. <laughs> but Oh, you got to go but, now. You're you know, yeah, I'm committed now. So so I check down here, right back here in this corner. I come down here and I'm just going to check the traps. And he's sitting right over here against the wall. Yeah. And he's not moving. And I'm looking and I'm I'm kind of over here and he's not doing anything. And I realize he's all fat and happy from eating the peanut butter off off all the traps. So sadly, you know, put put the kids away if they're listening because this is traumatic. I took a piece of drywall and I smashed him good. And he just sat there and he took it. I felt a little bad, but like we had to end the problem, right? He's a mouse in our house. So we left out the sticky traps just in case because we're not stupid. We know that if you see one mouse, there could be a lot more mice. So we left out the sticky traps the next morning, a few days ago now. Um, I come out of my room to go to the bathroom at like 7 a.m. And there he is dancing around on a sticky trap. Uh Not a normal mouse sticky trap. A rat tray sticky trap with the gel. Yeah, It wasn't even a normal one. So I took him outside and took another piece of drywall and smashed him, put him out of his misery and threw him away. And we haven't seen any signs since. Because we were also, as this was getting worse, we were starting to see little mouse turds yep. on the counter. Yeah. And that's not cool, man. It's not. So anyway, we seem to have eliminated the mouse problem. Okay. I have to pretend with my students when we're when we're doing our like video chat and I'm tell I'm you know, I'm writing morning messages. Sorry, I'm gonna go on a tangent you're now. Fine. I haven't seen you in such a long yeah, time, man. You're fine. I have to write morning messages on Google Classroom to my kids, right? And there's really nothing to friggin' talk about. <laughs> So I'm trying to, like, just update them on what's going on in my everyday life. So if we're being horrified by, you know, taunted by a mouse, that's what comes up. Sure. And so I was talking about the mouse. We still haven't caught the mouse. Still haven't caught the mouse. Well, you know, your teacher smashing the two mice with drywall cold-heartedly in, in right. the period of whatever. Oh, we're on to another song. I should just turn that off. Um, you know, is a little much. So I'm trying to have to be, oh, yep, I caught him. And then hope they don't ask anything else. You know, that kind of thing. Anyway, so it's been dramatic i can imagine and I was, I Kona's was gonna, none the wiser i was gonna ask you know because with that mouse being all brazen i was thinking there may be more than one and when i and you know i mean you could look around and tell i've been taking out walls down mm-hmm. here for a year now sure and i found dozens of dead mice in the walls yep. like just graveyards of mice in the walls uh-huh. um so you know i'm not so silly as to think that there aren't any but now we're gonna have some traps out you know, ongoing, just, yeah. just in case. and it's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's also two bedrooms upstairs full of stuff from down here that uh, shouldn't yeah. be piled up in a mouse, <clears throat> excuse me, a mouse-friendly uh, environment, so. 
Well, congratulations Whew. on being mouse-free. Thank you. Should we go on and talk about some fantasy football? For the time being. They're coming back, just so you know. No, don't yeah, say it's that. Happen. It's not even the time of year where they should be coming it's inside. It's weird, right? Yeah. All right, so just to grease the wheels here, I've got some, I've got some trade talks in a different league. I like it. Because they're kind of fun. So there's this guy um, in a 14-team super flex. Okay. And he and I... Um, he he and I have made trades in the past. I don't remember what they were. I think they were during the startup, if I remember correctly. He got my he had my first and second. Yeah. Um. So, and I can't remember if I talked about the draft recently. I got some decent guys. I got Gibson, whatever. Some guys. So anyway, after the draft, we're talking about players and talking about trades. He wants for me Watson mm-hmm. and Do- uh, sorry Watson and Goddard and McLaurin. So he wants, you know, a top young quarterback, mm-hmm. and he wants a, um, you know, a top young wide receiver, and he wants my favorite tight end. Right. So we're going back and forth, and we're trying to get some trade talks going, and I keep saying, like, tell me what you want for, like, what are you going to give me for these guys? Mm-hmm. You're the one bringing it up. Right. And I'm like... I sent him an offer. He didn't like it. And he says, sorry, dog, not willing to give up future draft picks. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm not even asking for future draft picks. I'm asking for Dobbins, who you've already drafted, you know, that kind of thing. So he says, come up with an offer, dude. I remember trading with you was so much easier last year. You must be getting old and grumpier. What? I don't even know what the heck he's talking about, but he's he's starting to call me out. So he says, you still want Dobbins? I said, yes, I do. He said, what's your offer? So I start to throw out some offers. I say I'm offering you uh, Harris and McLaurin for Lazard and Dobbins. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking McLaurin is valuable enough that that might be possible. He didn't like it. He says he doesn't like Harris. Okay. Meaning, uh, oh gosh, Damian Harris. Right. He says he needs a quarterback. I don't need a running back. I'm stacked on running back. I said, obviously, that's why I'm asking for Dobbins. Okay, fine. I said, I do Stafford, Jimmy G, or Haskins straight up for Dobbins, but Watson is worth more than him straight up. And I'm thinking any quarterback, any starting quarterback straight up for Dobbins, with the running backs he has, he really should be jumping on that. We don't know what Dobbins is going to be. I happen to love him, but you're getting a starting quarterback. And you're not having to give one up. He says, I won't do straight up. I said, so you want me to add to a quarterback for a rookie running back? I said, you didn't, and I'm getting snarky with the guy because I can't help it. I said, you didn't prioritize quarterback, and now you see you should have. I think offering one of mine straight up for a short-term position like running back is very generous. Take advantage of my Buckeye homerdom. Mm -hmm. He says, I did. I got Tua. Okay, when are you going to be able to start Tua? He's got Brady, Tua, and... Uh, somebody else that's minor. I can't remember. Um, I said, yet you want one of mine. I'll give you Watson for Tua and Dobbins. I'm thinking Watson for Tua and Dobbins is not crazy talk. No, it's not terrible. It's not crazy talk. Yeah. I like Tua. Won't trade him. LOL. Won't even do straight up with Watson. He would not give me Tua straight up for Watson. Interesting. Huh. Would I give Watson straight up to get Tua? Mm, uh, no. Yeah. Would I give up? To a straight up to get Watson, I'd think about it at least. Um, so then I, you know, there were a few times where I said, then I, we have nothing to discuss. 
Okay. And I said, I like Dobbins, but quarterbacks are too valuable. He says, you willing to deal Watson, Goddard, and McLaurin, question mark? I can include Dobbins. I said, as I've said before, I'm willing to deal Watson, but he isn't cheap. And he says, no one is cheap when they are not in demand. I have those three guys I want. You can fill in the details. Oh, my God. I said, okay, well, McLaurin and Goddard are two of my favorite players. I can look later. He goes, sure thing. So now I give him a real big boy offer. (laughs) I said, I'll give you Watson, Goddard, and McLaurin. For Dobbins, Gibson, Lamb, Albert O, Brady, Hertz, and your three 2021 firsts. Jesus. (laughs) Um, And he says, hmm, I don't want Watson that bad. Looks pretty favorable for you. I think I'll pass. So then I do a lot of explaining to him. I said, I told you it would be expensive. I'm giving you two of my favorite players and a top five quarterback in a 14-team super flex. And then I said, okay, more reasonable. I'll give you Watson and McLaurin for Dobbins, Lamb, Hertz, and my 2021 first and second back. Okay. Again, I'm thinking that's reasonable. I said, you're getting a win-now quarterback who's 24, a 23-year-old receiver who's the only weapon on his team, I'm getting back rookies who haven't done anything in the NFL yet, and my original picks back. You're setting yourself up for a ship this year, but with youthful players, and you still have a, I said, a buttload of picks. He still has two firsts and two seconds after that. I said, I'll I'll throw in Jimmy Graham if you need an emergency tight end. I got to know what your counter is. Please let me know. I'm very curious. (laughs) And then he said, I'll think about a counter. I won't trade CD. (sighs) Okay. That's a shame. You won't trade CD. Let me know what you will trade. He tells me who he wants for my team. I tell him what it's going to do. And then I tone it down a notch. And he just, he hasn't gotten back to me. You know, I'm like at a loss. People like that kill me. It's like, they say, I want player X, Y, and Z from your team. They don't formulate an offer. They expect you to throw out the offer. Right? It's a little bit like... What a certain person I know does. Yeah. Want to talk trade? Right. <laughs> so then whenever I run into that situation where they say, I want these players from your team, I say, all right, well, here's what I want from your team. And it's always going to be loaded. Another thing I said in here was, of co- I don't remember where I said it. I know it. Oh, there. I said, yes, I want a deal that's favorable for me. Everyone does. The point is a deal that's favorable for both sides. But this guy is never going to send me a counter that gives me anything that I want. He wants three studs, but he's not willing to pay for them. Okay, fine. You don't like my deal. Work to tweak it a little bit. And it's like he wants you to do all the work and formulate everything. Yeah. It's kind of like with Tim back in the day where he really wanted Jameis from me. Like when Jameis was like right at the beginning of being Jameis. And I said, th- whatever year it was, 2017, 2018, I don't remember. But I was like, three firsts. Oh, I'm not giving you three firsts. I said, well, then you're not getting James. Well, that's unreasonable. I said, I don't want to trade Jameis. Mm-hmm. If you want to acquire him from me, that is what it's going to cost. It's going to cost, yeah. It's like Mike and I talking right now, which we'll get into the Frozen draft in a little bit. Like, he loves CeeDee Lamb. Uh-huh. He has a price where I can acquire him despite my mistake. But... It's an overpay, mm-hmm. and I don't think I can bring myself to do it. But, like, 
he has a price it would cost to get him from his team. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Uh, foreshadowing. All right, should we get into it? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, how do you want to start this off? Should we start off with the setup of how we acquired all these picks in the first yes. place? That might be the best way and to do it. And then since we own the first round, we can go through the first round. And, sure. Because there was a little bit of drama. There was a little drama. My It was self-made drama. Um, so ultimately what this comes down to is Frozen is our, before that Devi League, this was our super deep dynasty. Yes. True dynasty. No empire aspect right. of this. So there's no repeating taking the um, money. Right. <laughs> Because I've already repeated once. <laughs> um, uh, I was wearing my crown on Saturday proudly. My our neighbor across the cul-de-sac said, "I'm sorry, were you wearing a crown again?" Yeah, you saw me wearing a crown. Again. Two two out of four yeah. Saturdays. Um, uh, so it's it's a super flex. It's start two tight end, but it yeah. is not uh, tight end premium. Right. I think there's three flexes, so it's fairly yeah. deep starting positions. Yeah, point five PPR yep. and a point for receiving and rushing first down as well. Yes, that is correct. Yep. Um, no point per rush in this one though. It's the correct. it's the it's the first downs only. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's a full yes. point for first down. Full which point. Is it's huge. Stressful. Yeah. And it's not calculated in real time. You have to wait. It's, it's, it's a awesome. whole big thing. Yeah, it's we've awful. talked about that before. Yep. Um, so I had five first-round picks, and my friend Dave here had five first-round picks. Right. Oh, we hey, you know what? Own the first round. Uh, you're listening to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Holy cow. I'm Ralph. And I'm Dave. Um, seven to 18 minutes in until we got to it. That's a record. Yeah. And I'm not going to be fully to blame for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did most of the talking. <laughs> Again, that's Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Me llamo we're, David. We're both, we're both here. Yes. Um, anyway, so I had five first, you had five first. So uh -huh. let's, let's talk about how we came to acquire those because yeah. that's, that's always the question for people who haven't done this as long is how in the world did you end up with five firsts? Um, and I'll just say it's fun talking to kind of like Brett B has in the 2021 draft in a league. He's got six firsts. He showed me the screenshot Jesus, today that he's awesome. just starting it basically from scratch he had all rookies this year plus six first next year and then roman gettys has started to do that i've noticed yeah. our buddy eddie he's doing that in the league oh season he starts to build them up early and i'm like oh nice. man come next year i'll be so jealous because he won't move them uh-huh dave how did you acquire your first let's hear it so i had uh one 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 two one nine one eleven one twelve is what i ended up with and the nice thing is, is when I got those picks, I did not trade them away. I hung on to them. I didn't throw them away. I knew it would be a good draft, so I hung on to them. Um, so I'm going to go chronological. That's what I did as well. Okay. Yep. Um, so if we rewind the clock, so let's go back in time to November 2019. <laughs> um, me and Danny uh, are having a conversation on trade. And this guy really wanted Mike Evans. And I really wanted a couple of his players. And I don't remember all the details. There probably were a few offers, a few counters. But the trade ended up being um, I send Mike Evans and Duke Johnson. In return, he sends me Miles Sanders, Noah Fant, Deceon Hamilton, kicker Joey Sly, and his 2020 first and second. And at that point, we didn't know where he landed. And that turned out to be the 1-9 mm -hmm. and the 2-9. Yep. So that's where I got the 1-9. Uh, 
And uh, I feel like I did okay in that one. Um, so did we did we establish that your your true pick was one two like well, that? I'm and you going oh, okay, logic. Right. So I mean, it, it's it's interesting though because you actually had your this is because this is all happened before yeah. the picks were determined. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So I just totally stomped it's on okay. your order. Okay, my fault. It's fine. You, I get you, so excited, you know. You know me. You stomped on my touchdown call. It's okay. <laughs> um, so that was November of uh, 2019. In January, so this was after uh, picks were determined. So I did come away with the one two. I get the oh the one pick. two you say yeah okay yeah. So uh, right now I have one nine and one two, and I had been going back and forth with less for a while. Um, there were a few players that he wanted. And a few players that I wanted. I wanted to get younger. And I had a lot of players on my bench that I was okay to part with. I had a lot. Um, And so I don't remember all the details, but here's what we ended up with. Like the negotiation details? I I don't remember the negotiation details. Yeah, no, that's fine. Because there there were a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the end, here's what the deal came down to. I gave Drew Locke... Montgomery, Noah Fant, Everett, Juju, Sly, Bourne, Hamilton, Rojo, and a Williams. I don't even know what Williams <laughs> is. <laughs> it could be Tyrell Williams. I don't know. That's um, a funny, that's a so funny that's scenario when you don't know which one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I sent off ten players. Okay. Okay. In return, I got Mel Gordon. I got Taysom Hill. Cortland Sutton. Geronimo Allison. I got his 1-1 because he acquired the 1-1. And then he had your 112 that I got. So if you're keeping score at home, I now have 1-1-1-2-1-9-1-12. Right? Pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. And then um, I remember we had a pod, the podcast we had with Kurt and Danny. Right? Mm -hmm. And Kurt had said... Well, looking at your roster, you got all this youth, but you you still have Stafford. What are you, you going to do with Stafford? I'm like, let me do my thing, Kurt. <laughs> I'm getting to it. <laughs> well, because it's true. When you have a certain amount of youth, a guy of that age doesn't do you any good. Right. And, and I, there's and you have to decide, do you sell for what you can get for him, or do you, or like, how picky can you be? Right. Turned out you didn't have to worry about being picky because no. you got exactly what you wanted plus a million. Because I had actually floated the offer uh, to a few uh, people uh, trying to acquire Stafford or sell Stafford. Um, but I, I didn't hear back from two or three people. And then I found out I probably should have texted them instead of using WhatsApp. Um, so I finally uh, talked to Les and uh, he was interested in Stafford. Um, so the deal ended up being, I send Stafford and my four two. I get the one eleven and Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, and the the question here is, why did he give up youth, a lot of youth? Yeah, the pick that the pick that got. Let's just say someone very young mm-hmm. 
Plus Juju, who's like an infant still. Yeah, he wasn't too terribly sold on Juju after his down year. I had he had, I, he I understand had somebody... that, but the point of acquiring a thirty plus year old quarterback, like thirty what is he, thirty three? I don't know. He's old. He is. And I love Stafford, don't get me wrong. No, I, I love Stafford. I too. mean I had Stafford. He helped yeah. me win my first championship and then I traded him to you when you were really desperate. Mm-hmm. But goodness gracious, I just don't understand the thought process, but Yeah. Whatever got you another first is the point. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And I, because I had, I threw it out there. Um, he had another uh, wide receiver that I wanted, and he actually inserted Juju instead. And then I, you know, I, I had a 4 2 in my back pocket. And I'm like, hey, how about the 4 2? Like give, offering him the 4 2 as yeah. well. <laughs> and I keep those picks in my back pocket for a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say that that was ridiculously lopsided, but there's one that's even worse on my list. So, um, all right, should I go through mine? So again, that was me with one 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 two one nine one eleven one twelve. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you did well with them, if I do say so myself. Oh, thanks. Well, for, well done. Thanks for saying. Yeah, I hate you. Um, we'll all right, to <laughs> All right, so I ended the year as the as the two-time champion i've actually won every year this this league has existed in two case time you're, in case you keep track so um and i i ended this year having no picks um before the fourth round ra- fourth round i think um so i did the same thing i had to do the first year so at the end of the both of these years i've traded away picks 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 uh-huh. to get win now players to help me push help push you over the edge and it's worked uh, it would be depressing if it hadn't um, so I get into February, um, and it was actually right after it was two, two, it was February 2nd, which must've been right, right. It may have been Super Bowl Sunday, actually. Okay. I think it was Super Bowl Sunday because I was watching the 49ers and I was like, Oh, George Kittle. Hello. And I was thinking I got to get George Kittle. Huh? So I traded to James. I traded, uh, Alvin Kamara who I had acquired from you and Jimmy Graham mm-hmm. for just as a tight end back for George Kittle and one thirteen Cause James had won that, um, that consolation yep. bracket pick. So I thought I'm giving up Kamara, but I'm giving the best tight end in the league and I'm getting technically back into the first round, uh-huh. even though it's one thirteen. but I knew this draft would be good. The next day I'm talking to, uh, Waylon, your brother-in-law. And this is where he declares, I'm interested in Julio, and I don't like picks. I hate all draft picks. And what pick do you have? I have one four, uh, or one three. Uh, uh, excuse me? Uh, so I remember I was on the exercise bike, and I was like, oh, we're going to talk. <laughs> and so the deal ended up being I traded Julio, James White, and Reggie Bonifan, because he had C-Mac. Um, uh, C-Mac. Yep. Uh, CMC. Four, and I acquired Curtis Samuel, who I could never get from Andrew, uh, Corey Davis, Dexter Williams, one three 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 and as twenty twenty one second, I considered that to be a wonderful haul for Julio. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have started Julio this year, but this is when you get out of a player like that if you can get a pick that's that high. Right. The next day, two four, I go to Kurt and he has a Corey Davis thing, and I traded Corey Davis for Kahale uh, Waring and his twenty twenty one second. That doesn't have anything to do with the it first, really but doesn't. I'm just going through everything. <laughs> uh, the next day, because this is like four days in a row yeah, I made trades yeah. in this league. 2-5, uh, I traded Cup for 1-5 to James for 1-5 and a 
Edelman, and Hyde. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cup you also got for me. Cup I also got from you, and I had no interest in keeping. 1-5 I considered to be a beautiful consolation, mm-hmm. plus Edelman, who I got something for later. Right. Uh, 2-10, five days later, I traded Jameis Winston for Gardner Minshew and 1-4. Uh, that was the we talked about Brandon regretting that almost immediately and yeah, he acted we, like I pulled one over on. We him had and, uh, we had talked a little bit about it too, me and yeah. Brandon, and he uh, that's actually got him to where he doesn't want to make too many trades now. Oops, I yeah. I don't know what to know. you know I mean I tried with him, but and, but, and and he you know and I think he he tried to play a little bit of I was the bad guy initially, but really when we got into talking about it recently, he's. Every single time he's gone, I, I made a mistake. I'm learning from my mistake. You know, these things happen. I'm trying yeah. not to dwell on it, which I think is the right the right way to do it. He right. also, he had COVID-19 and he was powering through that. So I feel really, really bad. Yeah. He yeah. He was sick in bed when we were starting one of the, there was another league starting and I said, hey, are you interested? I think it was the no I and team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, I'm recovering from coronavirus. I was like, oh, wow. man, dude. More power to oh, you. I, yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, let's see. On Valentine's Day, I traded 3-3 for Philip Rivers. Uh, on the 23rd of February, I acquired 2-3 for Carlos Hyde. That was when he... I tried to give him Minchu. He wanted... This is Waylon. He wanted Carlos Hyde yeah. for 2-3. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I acquired his 5th through 12th round picks for Marcus Johnson, Seth Roberts. We talked about that. Uh-huh. Um, I had the big deal on 3-8 uh, with Kurt, um, where I acquired Nuke, but there were no picks involved in that. I believe we talked about that. Um, I traded with my fiance Claire, on 3-10. That was when I sent Ertz, Godwin, Moreau, Mason Crosby, and that 113. And I got back Andrews, Mostert, Mike Williams, Daryl Williams, and 1-7. So the big pieces there, obviously, were Ertz and Godwin for Andrews and 1-7 were the, right. were the main pieces there. Yep. So I figured I'm moving up in the first. I'm getting – I wanted that Kittle-Andrews combo. That was my goal. That was and ultimately my goal. And the – I wouldn't have felt as comfortable doing that deal, but the Nuke deal went through where I could put Nuke with Michael Thomas. Right. So Godwin was a little more expendable. Uh-huh. On 326, I traded Edelman away for to Joey for 2.8. And I loved that, getting much younger there. And then the final deal was on the 25th of April. I traded Minshew and Slayton for 110. So I ended up going into this draft. <laughs> Shaking your head over there, eh? Uh, but, you know, we've got some people in this league that just, they don't do the research. Yeah. So they get to the draft and they're thinking, boy, it'd be a lot easier if I could just get players I've heard of for these picks and not have to worry about it. Which is a horrible way to try to win. But and isn't it funny how I've always noticed that when one trade happens, it kind of ignites everybody to want to trade. It's like they feel like they should be trading. Yeah, the, it's FOMO. Fear of missing yeah. out. Yeah, it is. It gets um, the competitive juices and the trading juices going. So I always like seeing trades happen because then it's like, well, why wasn't I involved in that trade? Well, let's let's start talking trades then. Let's do it. Exactly. At yeah. least that trade sniping rule is gone because that was Jesus. the worst moment of my life. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, I ended up with the 1-3, 1-4, 1-5, 1-7, and 1-10. So the only people that could screw up your and my plans were Mike at 1-6, Joey at 1-9, I'm sorry, Joey at 1-8, and 
Oh, Claire had 113. Right. So she was after ours. Um, so that's that's where we that's where we land. So, should we get into it? Let's get into it. It's funny because I think the people who feel most passionately about wondering what happened are the I people mean, we've already talked to about they're it. They're not even in the league. Barry, Barry Crimson and Wanna Be Your Bad were just update on the first round. What's going on? Fill me in, fill me in. <laughs> All right. Now, did so. you fill them in or did you say wait for the podcast? No, I, I gave them a little oh. bit. Because I, I had to complain about my massive debacle because I had to get people's opinions. I had to have some people make me feel better and, and they you, did talk you know. me off the ledge yeah they had okay. to talk me off the ledge which we'll get to um are, are you on you're on the are you on the document right now yes i am so you've got this little icon that's like a little squirrel what yeah you've got like a little squirrel guy it shows you as a little squirrel anyway okay all right so one one and one two so who are your picks and why did you decide on those guys so here's the best thing is I knew I was going to go two quarterback from the beginning when I Vontae Mack, no matter what. Right. So, and I always on our podcast, I would say, I don't know if I'm going to go one quarterback, well, one running back. It's the right back, choice right? to leave it open ended. But I, and I wanted to leave you guessing too, which was mean. But I will say, I assumed you were doing this all right. along. Right. And the the two factors that I had that made me move to get two quarterbacks was a it's not an empire league right so i can build these guys for the future a lot more gradually right exactly and i can have them for years isn't it crazy how much that the short-term aspect of the repeat ending it Mm -hmm. changes it so much from being truly long-term it's crazy so this is more long-term and then i had uh i traded away stafford and cam was He's not on a team anymore, so I needed quarterbacks. So with one and two, and the best part was, too, is I, I wrote on a piece of paper, and I even it folded good. up. Yeah. I said, Tua and Burrow, no matter what. It was good. And I showed it to you guys on Zoom. It was good. Yeah, so at 1-1, one, I, one, I went with Burrow. He's got to be the number one. And then at 1-2, uh, I went Tua. So I hopefully have a 1-2 a punch at quarterback for years to come. And months ago, I, I really fell in love with Tua. I was bummed that he didn't end up on my squad, but I've gotten him a couple other places, yeah. so, so I'll, you're okay. I'll be okay. All right, so then I had one three, one four, and one five. So I knew I was taking J.K. Dobbins. I think he is going to pass up Mark Ingram much quicker than anybody, probably than anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, and he ran he ran RPO at Ohio State, and oh, now yeah. he's going to the NFL team that does it best. It's just a perfect, perfect, perfect. It fit. really is. Um, and my team, if I have a weakness, it's running back because I trade away the best running backs. That's kind of how I how I build my squad. So J.K. Dobbins at one three was automatic for me. The other automatic one was Clyde Edwards-Alaire, which I didn't think it would be, but I just decided that I trust. Um, Andy Reid to make a decision like he made and utilize that player. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I want that pairing mm-hmm. moving forward. I don't want to miss out on having that off the running back in that offense. I think he was taken so high. They're going to use him. Mm-hmm. Those other guys are not just not going to, they're not going to have any opportunities left. Um, I also just kept thinking back to Brian Westbrook, and the comparisons with Brian Westbrook yeah. and, and Andy Reid saying, you know, he's better than Brian Westbrook. You know, early on in my fantasy days, that was a player who was very usable before the scat back thing was yep. 
was a thing. He was like the guy, you know. So then it came to 1-5. And I, I wanted CeeDee Lamb. I fell in love with CeeDee Lamb. I think he is the next big thing. Unfortunately, I got cute because I thought that Mike needed quarterback enough that he would take Herbert. Yep. So I decided to take Jonathan Taylor at 1-5. So I ended up with Dobbins, Allaire, and, and Taylor. And then Mike at 1-6 takes CeeDee Lamb. Now, I find out later that if I had taken CeeDee Lamb instead of Taylor, he would have taken Herbert at 1-6. Lamb was the only guy. In fact, he says he would have taken Lamb at 1-1 in this draft, even in Superflex. So talk about salt in the wound, knowing Mm -hmm. that if I had stuck to what... I I got cute because I didn't think there was any way he'd go, and I didn't want him to zig and take zag and take Taylor. Right, right. So he goes lamb, and now I'm flustered. Um, and so at one seven, I took Jerry Judy because I felt like I, I originally I had thought I could get three running backs and Lamb and Judy. I thought that it might fall that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I knew I had to get the next best wide receiver. Um, but I was stewing at this point because I missed on Lamb, and I knew I'd missed on Lamb. And I couldn't believe I'd let it happen because I was in control of this draft. You took two quarterbacks, and then it was me. I was in control. Yep. And I, I totally, I blundered it in my, in my opinion. So, um, at one eight, Joey takes DeAndre Swift, which I think was a fairly predictable pick. Yep. And then it's to you, right? At one nine, and then I'll be coming back at one ten. Right. So, what do, what were your thoughts at one nine? So my thoughts at one nine were you had already gone running back heavy um so i knew that you wouldn't be taking a, a running back at uh at 110 so at 19 i figured i would get the wide receiver i wanted and then the running back i wanted would still be there at well more specifically you knew i had no interest in cam Akers. that too i have yep. said it i have no interest i i've right. made that clear which is part of just we know each other's strategies so well from doing this and just General, general fantasy yeah. conversation. So I went Justin Jefferson, who I'm swooping up in all the leagues. I think he's going to be fantastic. And I would have taken him at 110 yep. if you had let him fall. Mm-hmm. So that was a smart move. Yep. At 110, I felt forced into taking Justin Herbert. I felt like I knew I didn't want Acres. You knew I didn't want Acres. Yep. I don't feel strongly about Rager or any of those other guys. I felt like in a super flex, he had dropped far enough. And even though I didn't want him and I didn't have an intent to take him, there was no reason why I shouldn't. Um, I would have preferred to have Lamb and either Judy or Jefferson and, you know, not had the quarterback. But my Uh quarterbacks are Mahomes. And after Mahomes, I've got Rivers and Breeze. Right. So I need a young quarterback. Hopefully he'll show something. I'll probably end up flipping him once he shows. But I took Herbert at 110. So then at 111, I was able to snag Cam Akers. And then I turned around and at 112, I took Jalen Ragor. So I've got a lot of youth on my team. I'm very, very excited about that. Definitely. And then to round out the first round, Claire took Henry Ruggs. Um, admittedly, one hour before the draft started, I was our printer. We don't have printer access right now okay. for a long story. I went to our neighbor's house and printed her off a list of rookies. I printed her off Dynasty Nerds because I trust it. And yeah. so, you know, and I said, listen, I 
<laughs> because I, I tell her I'm not helping you with the draft during the draft. Right. I'm not helping you during the draft. So I will give you any advice you want right now, but not during the draft. So I printed her off a list. I said, listen, if you just go next best player available off this list, you won't screw it up. You're good. Uh, and she went rugs next, and I think that's fine. I think, yeah. you know, 13th overall, I think that's fine for him for him going there. I had actually debated going between rugs and Rigor, but I went with the better quarterback. And Rager's, I think Rager's safer. Yeah. I think Ruggs is, I, I, that's one thing is Las Vegas, I think is very up in the air, but um, that's just exactly the player that the Eagles need. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's valuable. I'm excited. Um, all right, so let's, since we're going to go through everybody's picks by, by owner, mm-hmm. why don't we just now do our picks moving forward sure. and round out our own teams? Yeah. And then I think after the break, we'll talk about everybody else's. So. So the next pick for one of us was um, me at two. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was Danny at 2-3. So this was my other blunder. Here's so, what had happened. So the thing that happened was um, I I was stewing because I had Jonathan Taylor now when I could have had Lamb. And I didn't feel strongly about Taylor. Everybody loves Taylor. But I watched him fade against the best competition in college he sucked against Ohio State, <laughs> and I just, I, I, I got cute. I missed out on Lamb. I was mad I had Taylor. So we're in the draft, you know, root beers are flowing, and I say to Danny in the Zoom, Danny, how many seconds do you have? And he says he has two. I think it's two, three, and two, nine. I said, I'll give you Jonathan Taylor for those two seconds. And he said he he pondered for a long time, uh, especially considering I didn't think about this. He's the Mac owner, yeah. <laughs> so he should be jumping all over getting Taylor. So anyway, he ended up accepting. And after the draft, I was beating myself up because it was like I doubled down on my bad decision. But I ended up with two three from from that trade of trading away Taylor. I took T Higgins mm-hmm. at two three. It was my pick at 2-8, and I took Antonio Gibson. Swiss Army knife. And then right after that at 2-9, I took Brian Edwards, the future Michael Thomas, for for Las Vegas. So I've been beating myself up about those two picks, thinking, why why didn't I just hold with Jonathan Taylor? He's going to build on value. Instead, I traded him for two wide receivers. But I listened to some pods and... And they were going on and on about the the potential of Higgins and Edwards and how they could be the best guys on their team as soon as this year, if not next year. And so I felt a little better. <laughs> but it was really, it was just, I, Lamb was my guy. Why didn't I just take him, Dave? You... You got in your head too. And much. then I was trying, and then I asked one of Beer Bad and Brett B. We have a separate conversation going in Sleeper Chat, and I asked them like, "Here's what happened. What do you think? Be honest with me." And you know, one of Beer Bad, God bless him, he's like, "Well, like, what's your team needy on?" I said, "Well, technically needy on running back, but I, I'm the defending champ, so right. I'm not technically needy on anything." Um, and he uh, he's like, "Well, those two wide receivers could be massive." Yeah. Time will tell. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. You had no picks in the second round, correct? Zero. Okay. Third round, I had 3-2. Um, and I 
took uh, Darrington Evans, mm-hmm. figured um, due to injury or just due to after this year Henry walking, um, he could be the guy for good things, so I took him. Uh, and then that was all I had in the third, but you had 311, correct? Uh-huh. And I scooped up LaMichael P. Ryan. I like that. Yeah, I figured he was still there, and uh, Bell's not going to be there forever. Are you worried about, I mean, I guess you're looking long-term probably after this year. Yeah, I'm looking Because they've got Gore now, too, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'm not worried about Gore. Yeah, but he's Adam Gase, you know how much he likes <laughs> Gase face. You get in person now. <laughs> I was expecting it that time. Uh just remember how much he uh, just remember how much he played Gore over Kenyon Drake when well, he know. shouldn't have. I know. It's interesting. But uh I mean he's another year older and I think P Ryan's like half his age by now. <laughs> True. So Okay, we got to round four. Yes. Uh beginning around four now less uh, like we were talking about earlier with guys who kind of don't really want to make their picks. Mm-hmm. Les says, well, this pick's available at 4-1. Now, I knew that I wanted to get a tight end fly. I, I'm, I've am i got those big two young tight ends, yeah. but I don't have anything after that except for Cahill Warning. Right. So I knew I wanted to get a tight end. Um, Komet was already gone, and I think... Um, oh, who was the other guy? Troutman was already gone. Uh, so I knew I wanted Albert O, so I was throwing out stuff for this pick, and I thought, nobody else is going to jump on 4-1, right. so I'm going to for sure get it. I ended up trading Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's hard to give up yeah. because I like him. He's a Buckeye, but that team is just in flux, and I, who knows. Um, but Byron Pringle is a nothing piece. So Samuel and Pringle I gave up for 4-1. I took Albert O. So now I've got, the, uh, now I've got my young tight end who is an athletic freak, and, you know, hopefully he doesn't go the way of Nojoku where he just completely disappears. Uh, you had a you had your true pick at 4-2, correct? And I went with Jacob Eason. Wow, so you got three of the five quarterbacks yeah, in this draft. I was excited. Wow. I figured he was still there, and, uh, I mean, my, my quarterbacks after aren't, aren't really looking the best, and, you know, Taysom Hill... I was excited about getting, but then they got Winston, who could be their long-term back or their long-term quarterback. Which now. is good for Brandon. Right. It's not, not so good for the Taysom right. Hill owner. So yeah. I figured all that, um, I'd go ahead and uh, pick Eason. Then also my the three eleven I traded um, less. I traded Newton, Cam Newton, to get that pick. Right. Yep. So yeah. So less is piling up on old used up injured quarterbacks he is interesting yeah, and i was i was really trying to float out naheem hines there but uh there were no takers <laughs> so i believe so i believe man i like i like naheem hines i do too i mean but now i'm gonna keep him yeah i was gonna say i just didn't really have anything that made sense to yeah. give i mean i'd rather have a rookie flyer than yeah. than him i mean he's more of a hold than an acquire I believe your next pick was 411, correct? Yep. So my next picks are all pretty much flyers. So I had a lot of players on my bench that I didn't want and that I wasn't ever going to use and that can just, you know, go pound sand. So I just started systematically I listed off all the players I didn't want and then I thought, you know what? I can just pick for days and just keep getting players. Um, so I, at 411, I went with Joe Reed. Um, you know, I figure he's in a, a good spot and we'll see what happens. And right after that, at, at 412, I took the other Chargers receiver, KJ mm-hmm. Hill, the, uh, the Ohio State product. Cause yep. 
Ohio State's receivers have been coming out really pro-ready, and he's going to have a young quarterback he can grow with, So, yep. who happens to also be on my team. So I'm pretty excited about that. As you should be. Um, and, you know, we – I don't know if this is the right time to mention it, but you, you uh, actually looked at how many rookies we actually picked. Yeah. You picked 17. Yeah. I picked 20, yeah. which is half my roster overhauled with rookies. Correct. You know, and we've I've gotten a hard time with that. Mike made the comment, what, are you going to win this league with rookies? He said this last year. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I did, bro. Um, but what what's funny is just the kinds of players, they, they just don't serve a purpose. Right. So my drops during this draft were Brian Hill and Kadri Allison because – they're they've shown that they can't do it when it's their time yep. and they will draft somebody after Gurley. Divine Zigbo has you know, he's buried. Right. CJ Procise, injured. Deion Kane, buried. Mac Hollins, buried. Trent Taylor, buried. And then Daniel Brown, Steven Carlson, these are like no name tight ends. Uh-huh. And then even Trey Quinn. You know, they draft Gandy Golden, they draft Gibson. Trey Quinn has had his chance to flash. Right. He hasn't flashed. So I'm done with it, you know? And so I'd much rather have rookies where we don't know what they could be. Yeah, and I mean, I had people to drop, to drop like Crowell, Laird, Gaskin, Davis, Cordell Patterson, um, Geronimo Allison. I dropped... Allison's a great example. What's the point of holding him? Right. There's no point, yep. even in leagues this deep. I dropped Take Delaney, a young guy. Delaney Walker, Carrier, I dropped him too. So, And also what helped me is... Because of the trade I had with um, Les, I gave him 10 players. <laughs> yeah, you had a ton of I started spots. the draft <laughs> with 33 out of 40 roster spots open. So sure. I didn't have to drop anybody until my eighth pick. Sure. Which yeah, is nuts. That definitely, so, that definitely helps. So I had spots to fill and I had players to drop. Well, leading up to, I mean, leading if you have a lot of picks leading up to a rookie draft, depending mm-hmm. on the size of the mm-hmm. roster two-for-one trades where you can open up that space yeah. without making a drop. That is, that's the problem with having 26 teams is you're not as in tune with doing that as carefully, right? you know, because you lose track of certain mm-hmm. squads. Totally. All right, round five. You made your pick at 5-2, it looks like. I did. I took tight end Bryson Hopkins. I figured I'd add to my tight end room. Yep, you got to take, I mean, this is two tight ends, so take yeah. take the flyers. Totes. At... At 5-3 from Whalen, I took uh, Colin Johnson, wide receiver for the Jaguars. He's mm-hmm. he's a flyer, but he's tall as all get out. I think he's like 6'6 six, six or something. He's a beast. Big guy. So I want to see what that beast can do. Oh. And I traded away DJ Chark, so I right. want to make sure I got my Jaguars covered. Sure. Although I'm not sure. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have my Jaguars covered. Uh, at 5-7, which is a pick I had from Claire from last year, I took Isaiah Coulter. He's, mm-hmm. he's another big boy, and he... Uh, he could have a faster route to playing time than you might think in Houston because the guys in front of him are all very injury prone yeah. and they could all die by the time the season starts. And now Watson only has Coulter to throw to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I made another pick at five twelve. eh? Look at you go. Uh, John Hightower. So was, I, this I, was actually your own pick. This was my own. This is yeah. my true KJ Hill. And this one are my true picks. So I took Hightower for the Eagles. Um, they took a lot of kind of fast, deep guys, and yeah. they just want to see what sticks. So you took the best one in uh, in Rager, but um, Hightower is 
a fine flyer. Fine flyer. Fine flyer. Uh, round six, uh, you picked at 6-2. I sure did. I went with wide receiver Marquez Calloway from the Saints. I figure why not take a flyer on uh, on offense with a great coach. Sure. Definitely. Uh, at 6-3, I took Salvin Ahmed. Um, I have heard... Right? Southern Ahmed. I think that's more you just fun. Spit on your laptop. Yeah, well, it's it's fine. It was out in the sun earlier. I got oh, okay. I got tanning oil all over it. So it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> um, Salvin Ahmed. Uh, uh, from what I've heard, I mean, I'm not an expert. From what I've heard, he's very fast, and he and he could be picking up the uh, breeder role where he's getting a okay. few few touches a game, and he's explosive and can do something with it. Sure, 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 sure. sure. As we've seen Breida do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. My next pick, I got sniped hard by Kurt on the next pick. You were, uh, you. Were I was upset, visually distraught. This is a late. We're gonna have to I pause before we're were, done with I this. I thought but, you were gonna cry. Uh, well, because okay, because Kurt was not present for this draft for five rounds. Yeah. Uh, because he had something going on, so he was gonna be coming in late. He he had proxied in his his pick earlier because he traded for one. Right. Um, but. He swoops in and all of a sudden he's 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 sniping me. But the funny thing is this was on a kicker. So this is a league where you you are required to hold two kickers at least on your roster at all Correct. times, but no more than four. Right. Um, because we didn't want kickers to be turning over for other positions. It's yeah. deep enough that probably wouldn't happen. Right. But I wanted a fourth <laughs> kicker, and I wanted the rookie kicker for the Patriots, this Justin Rowasser. Rowas Rowasser. 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 And he comes in and picks him right before I was going to. I was going to take him at 612, and he takes him. I was very frustrated, as you could tell. So I took my second favorite kicker from this draft, Tyler Bass, yeah. for the Bills. Um, neither one of those are good good weather kickers, sure. but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And then I, at 7-2, was planning on picking a kicker at this point. I, too... Wanted Roar Wasser. <laughs> hey, at least I knew I had you beat for him. But I kept my poker face in. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, seem too defeated. Pup, 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 poker face, That's my, right. my poker face. That's right, gaga. Uh, so uh, I went uh, with uh. Rams rookie kicker Austin McGinnis. We know our break music now. Austin McGinnis! Yep, got him at 7 2. Got him. I'm surprised Donnie McNellis didn't take Austin McGinnis. I sniped him. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then why don't we? Uh, why don't I do this one and then we'll pause here and we'll finish this up and we can go through team by team. Sure. Um, at seven three, I took JJ Taylor, running back, uh, undrafted free agent running back for the uh, Patriots because oh, yeah. their running back room is wide open. You never know, so I figured um, that's a good flyer to take because who knows? Belichick could fall in love with him and he could be the guy. Uh, we're going to pause there. We will come back. We'll finish going through our picks from this draft because we have a handful more. We're still going. We, Dave really Dave uh, took advantage of the late ones. Uh, mine were more early, but um, we'll, we'll finish going through, and then we're going to go through roster by roster and look at the picks every team made and how that improved their overall team. I think or you did it. Or did it. And... <laughs> Foreshadowing. I also came up with a ranking too, a preseason ranking, where uh, I think people are gonna fall. It'll be exciting. A couple surprises. Like this move. Yeah. (laughs) 
One hand was doing that more was, work than the other. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, all right, so we're going to take a break. We will be right back. It's so good that you're here, Dave. Oh, I miss these. <laughs> Grammy said one of these. Yeah, it was in my bathroom, but I tore tore the wall down, so it smells just (laughs) like you're okay. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We'll be back after a short break. I know they still made these. Oh my god. poker face in honor of uh, both Dave hiding his desire to take two quarterbacks and Mike hiding his love of CeeDee Lamb that I could have thwarted and didn't. And I... also your lack of a poker face in having a kicker sniped. Oh yeah, I'm, um, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, my good and man. I will add too is when CeeDee Lamb was picked... You uttered a, a word that's not safe for this podcast. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was so sure that he was going to take Justin Herbert. Yeah. Ugh. I think I got this. I think I bought this charger cap just to make me feel better. Is it working? I don't know. I like my new hats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, shall we get back to it, my friend? Let's do it. All right, so um, we, let's see, I just said J.J. Taylor. All right, so then I got sniped again. No, say it ain't so. In round seven by Kurt. Oh. So when, you know, Kurt was the runner-up, um, so he was the 11th of each round and I was the 12th of each round when we had our true picks. And so sure enough, here we were. My plan was to take Jamichael Hasty to get the uh, another running back flyer in San Francisco okay. and he took him at 711 uh-huh. <laughs> it's always he's Kurt's always open he took him at 711 so um i had to settle for now i shouldn't i shouldn't say settle Isaiah Hodgins is was a good um prospect coming in he's going to the bills there's some opportunity for him to get some um chances there were multiple people who said wow i can't believe he's still there um, I had to double check, but um, I would have preferred to have the running back flyer. Yeah, totally. Especially when I already took Ahmed. Yeah. And I have Jeff Wilson Jr. And I have Raheem Mostert. And you just spit on me again. You're welcome. So <laughs> enjoy Corona. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I like, I mean, those are the kind of offenses where I really like having the as much of the backfield as I can. Like, I currently have every running back the Ravens have ever... Cons- I think I have Ray Rice on my team, actually. Um, and then the... F- no, well, no, of course not. That was that was hyper... That's what they call hy- hyperbole. 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 Um, all right. So, anyway, we go to round eight. Um, 
I have Waylon's picks for, you know, the rest of the time. For so days. So in round eight, um, I decided I would take a quarterback flyer, Steven Montez out of yeah. Colorado. Quarterback for the Redskins, figuring Dwayne Haskins is certainly not solidified, although I think he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyle Allen's the other guy, and it's not like he was a world beater when he got the chance to play last year. So I thought, sure. why the heck not? You know, maybe, um, maybe Quiver, Quiverboat Juan uh, maybe would decide that um, uh, maybe he might decide that this is his guy and he'll get a shot at some point. Or he'll decide to bring Cam in and your pick will be on the practice squad. It could happen. Dude, it's the eighth round. Just saying. And do you remember who I traded to get all of Waylon's th- just, third picks I'm of just, each round? I'm just saying. Um, I picked again at the end of the tw- at the end of the eighth round and I took Jacob how about, Breland. How about my pick? Oh, A2. you got a pick? Yeah, A2. Oh, I, I totally skipped you over. Yeah, okay. Before I took Montez, I went. Dave took. I dropped a Miami running back. I drafted a Miami running back. I got Malcolm Perry. A uh, who? A Malcolm Perry. He's, uh, who? A, he's a little bit of a mini Swiss Army knife. Oh, is he He's now? a running back wide receiver combo. Really? Yeah, if he puts it on a few more pounds, he'll be a tight end too. Does he qualify for both? Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of nice. Well, I mean, unless he plays well, it doesn't really matter. But right, right. I do like that multiple position positionality. I do, too. All right, so then at 8-3, I took Steven Montez, quarterback for the for the Redskins. Um, I actually bought a Redskins cap, too. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. But that's mainly because I like Barry Crimson. Um, okay, so at 8-12, shout out to Barry. Um, at 8-12, I took Jacob Breland, uh, undrafted free agent, tight end, signed by the Ravens. Okay. That was a little bit of a uh, handcuffing Andrews, yeah. figuring, you know, you just never know with a tight end. So I figured get another guy on my roster. Uh, you picked again at 9-2? I sure did. I went with another tight end. I figure why not? Let's keep the, the tight end train going. Jared Pinkney. Who? Jared Pinkney. Oh. I can't even tell you what team he's on because I didn't write that down. Yeah, I don't know either. Isn't it funny how we get to that point? Yeah. At least I know where my players are. Um, round nine in the the third pick of round nine, I took running back. J- and I was trying to decide who to cut. I think one of my last cuts was Daryl Williams for the Chiefs. Okay. That was a hard cut. You know, yeah. I like Daryl Williams. Sure. He's shown well. But for goodness sake, I know Clyde Edwards Hiller. I him because he's in Atlanta. That's why. Jared Pinckney. Oh, yeah. And that's a spot where he could... Uh, mm-hmm. He could, you know, no. Hurst isn't solidified necessarily. Not at all. Um, I took Jason Huntley running back for the Lions. Um, you know, the halfton hobo doesn't know what he's doing, so you never know if uh, maybe he'll just use Swift up or break him and carry on can't stay healthy. He's off with uh, Ashley from Real World San Diego, so maybe Jason Huntley will get a chance. I like it. Question mark. Uh, everyone else was done drafting at this point. Yes. Including me. That was my last pick. Yeah. But Dave wasn't done. Dave made four more picks. Dave made a pick in the 10th, the 11th, the 12th, and the 13th. I I had to extend the spreadsheet, my boy. You're welcome. Crazy. Let's hear it. Who'd you take in the 10th round? Breaking records. (laughs) Breaking records. 13th round. (laughs) Let's do it. So. At uh, 10-2. I will say, there are teams in this league that should have been taken until the 13th round. Totes. But they gave up early. Let's hear it. Uh, Desmond Patman is a wide receiver from the Colts, who I've been reading a little bit about. Mm. And I'm kind of excited about it. We'll see what happens. I see. Yep. 
Uh, 11-2, I went with a running back, Javon Leak. He's with the Giants, if you didn't know. So you took a leak, huh? I took a leak <laughs> on leak. Stop checking your phone and laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. It was prom date. Um, and then I went with I a at 12-2 wide receiver, Omar Bayless. Okay. Yeah, I like the, the name Omar. <laughs> do you know what team he's on? I do. Give me one second. Okay. Carolina. Okay. Yep. Pretty pretty open. There's yeah. some chi- there's some opportunities there. Sure, 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 sure. And then uh, Mr. Irrelevant, I went with Freddie Swain, mm-hmm. wide mm-hmm. receiver from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they picked mm-hmm. him in the sixth or seventh round. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's a uh, that's a team where after the two big guys, there's not really there's they probably got, opportunities. So. They got Jags. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They got Jags. They got Jags. <laughs> Just a guys. So do you want to guess? So you had 20 picks yep. in this draft. Yep. I had 17. Yep. I think I already told you. Do you know who the next closest I was? I think you told me. Somebody had eight. Yes, there was uh, Mike with eight. So, yeah, to think that only eight picks in a league this deep, there's just so many players. I, I wish I would have had more drops to make because there were more players I would have taken. Yeah. I just wish I could. Well, anyway. And actually... I could have had one more pick because the Cam Newton trade didn't go through for some reason. Oh. So I actually made another pick. So you had an opportunity to pick somebody up on the waiver wire. Somebody up on the waiver wire. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So how do you how do you want to do this? Because you're the one who kind of prepared how people's rosters were Mm -hmm. were were looking. So did you write down everybody like what picks everybody made? Yeah. Okay. So let's so let's go through we maybe go, we can do it quick. Well, I mean, how quick do we need to be? We got fifty minutes. Oh, that's true. We do. This is this is our this is our capstone episode right here. This is, is the frozen rookie draft. Yeah. I mean, just just sit back and just marvel in its glory for a second. I have been. Well, I know. I me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe okay. Let's go. Can we start with Kurt? Because Kurt's team is epically good, yeah. and I, I still, like, honestly, for two years in a row, I can't believe that I beat him, I'll, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, so I would love to hear, because he also did not have any high picks, so let's hear what he did to add to his team, um, because Kurt and I have had this conversation. The big difference between he and I is that... <clears throat> I am willing to move superstars right. to get those picks back and build some youth and and kind of double you know double up, and he he isn't like I've said to him I would have moved Chubb five times over by now yeah. if I were him, and he's he's not willing to do that he holds on to his guys and he's you know his team's full of superstars and I can speak to that because I got Fournette from him and it was like pulling teeth right to, yeah, yeah for sure so I definitely understand so. His team uh, started out with this. Here's the highlights so on his team prior to the draft. Sure. His QBs were Rodgers, Ryan, Mayfield, Stidham. Which is the weakest part of his team, by right. the way. <laughs> his uh, running backs are Barkley, Chubb, Mixon. Wide receivers, Adams, Galladay, Diggs, Moore, Chark, and Kirk. Good God. He's got to sit a few of those players right on his bench like kirk is kirk and shark are nothing to him here's basically his, here's his tight ends kelsey janu hawk and ian thomas four starters that he won't be he can't start them 
And after Kelsey, guys that are super young. Yeah. Like 22 to 25 yeah. years old, yeah. So here's his picks. Uh, he actually traded to get the 2-1. Mm-hmm. At 2-1, he got Keyshawn Vaughn. Ugh, I'm, I'm not a big Keyshawn Vaughn guy, but I love that pick for him. Yeah. Just running back depth. He doesn't have to start him. No. He has no need to start Keyshawn Vaughn. He can just let him simmer. Just sit and marinate on him. He could roster. absolutely suck, and it wouldn't matter to Kurt's team. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Because most people drafting Keyshawn Vaughn are reaching for him and having to start him. Yes. That just blows my mind. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'm already just wound up. Oh, my I'm gosh. just started. Uh, so then at 4-3, he went with Josh Kelly. Oh, I um, loved that pick, too. He got that pick from Waylon. I mean, that's a guy that could yeah. just sneak right in there. I mean, true. goodness gracious. And then uh, 5-11, with his first real pick that he earned, he got James Prochet. Yep. Wide receiver. Nice flyer. And then at 6'11, we already spoke about Shut up. It. I don't want to talk about it. Justin Rohrwasser. 7'11, where I talk I don't want to talk about it. Jermichael Hasty. And then at 8'11, he took a flyer on wide receiver Juwan Jennings. That's another good one. Is he for the 49ers? Sure, he is. Yeah. I think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you so actually all, know or just no, hear me? Okay. Just hear I think he's, yeah, I think he's for the 49ers. So all told, he drafted six players. But his team is, I mean, his team is not one where he needs. His yeah. bench can beat a few teams' uh-huh. starters. Agreed. That's how good Agreed. his team is. Um, but, you know, like, I I made, I made created holes on my team with some of the trades that I made uh-huh. where I need these rookies to fill in. Yeah. Dobbins and CEH and Judy are all starting for me right, right. away. He doesn't have that. No. He These rookies don't need to do anything. So Kelly and Vaughn were just epically great They're picks. They're luxury picks. Yeah. At night, when I go to bed, I dream about Kurt's team. <laughs> Sometimes I dream that he is me. Like Sometimes Kurt. I wish Kurt is who I'd like to be. Like Kurt. If, if I, I could, could have be, Kurt's team. I want to be, I want to be like Kurt. Kurt's team. If I could have Kurt's team. <laughs> what do you think his reaction is listening to this right now? He's going to love it. <laughs> I predict that I'm getting a text immediately when this is like happening. Kurt, if I could have Kurt's team. Oh, I still have to watch the Jordan documentary. Oh, so good. I'm, I know I'm just, oh, oh I'm going to cry all over the place, right? It's, it's pretty oh, awesome. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. But they do deep dives on like Pippen and Rodman. They tell a story about Rodman when he was in Vegas. You know, my ex looked just like Pippen. That's too bad. <laughs> was she as tall? I'm, no, she was short. She was a short Did version she have of Pippen. huge hands. She was a too? short version of Pippen <laughs> with just monster hands. It's actually kind of funny. I'll show it to you after the thing. Anyway, right, now I'm intrigued. Anyway, all right, who do you want to talk about next? <laughs> well, let's go backwards. Uh, third place was Eric. Well, actually, uh, yeah, the the placement of the picks is a little strange. I think Danny technically was third place. But I think after the, like, once you're out of the championship running, then it's the loser gets the higher pick or something. I, whatever. Let's All go right. to Eric's team. Eric, hold on. I don't have him in that order. All right. So I wrote it on the paper. Eric. <laughs> uh, his quarterbacks are Mar Carr, Mar and Kinchu, <laughs> Carr and Minshew, Marietta, Keenum, Kyle Allen. So... Rough quarterback. Rough quarterbacks. I mean, he needed Minshew, let's be honest. Yeah. Although he could have gotten Herbert if he kept that pick. It's true. Ooh. At uh, running back, he got the law firm of Jacobs, Joan, and Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. It's fantastic. Great running yeah. back room. But but if my team was Eric's team, mm-hmm. I'd be trading those guys oh, totally for, I mean, they'd be gone. At uh, wide receiver, he's got A.J. Brown, and that's it. Yeah. 
Uh, tight ends were Jarwin, Ebron, and Cook. And he had some kickers. Um, so he made four picks with uh, a team with a couple holes. He made four picks. So at 210. And he was trying to trade away one of those for a future thing. Like, ah, I don't really want to make this pick. Who will yeah, give me what? You know, yeah. it's like, oh boy. At uh, 210, he went with LaVisca Chenault, which, you know, I think he's going to be pretty good with uh, Jacksonville. It's a good pick. Yeah, I, and well, and that's the latest I've seen him go. Yeah. Two ten is pretty he darn felt. late for him, man. And plus, with his receivers, I mean, he should uh, squeeze in there pretty. Yeah, he he might be able to start him for sure. Um, at three ten, he went quarterback Jalen Hurts, which was good. Yeah, and then at uh, wide receiver, he went with Quintez Cephas. Who that's was, good too. That isn't he's was, the Lions I, guy. Yeah, I was hoping he'd fall to me. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, he could be playing in the slot right away. I mean, Amendola's old as dirt, so that's mm-hmm. that's a good pick too. And there were two picks uh, where I was very upset that I didn't get these players. Uh, he got Thaddeus Moss, and I was going to draft him. Really? Yeah. I is it the posi- is it the position just being? Oh, it's his bloodline. It's Randy Moss. Super kid. Bowl, Super Bowl homeboy. I want Randy Moss to get on my team. He's six two. You know that? That's an undersized tight end. Yeah, I saw that. I don't want a tight end who's any shorter than six five. Right. If they're shorter than six five. Just enjoy the enjoy the uh, uh, lollipop guild. Right. Yeah. Munchkin. <laughs> so that was that was his his four picks. And you know those I I like the picks. Yep. I just he should have he should have made more. Mm-hmm. He should have made more. Totally. And you know I, I he should have kept his one. I mean he should have kept his one ten too. Um, because Herbert instead of Minshew would have been a great addition uh-huh. to his team. Uh, I mean, honestly though, Slayton will start for him too. Yeah. So maybe he was looking at it as I'm getting a starting quarterback and I'm getting a starting receiver for that one ten. It's not I mean, he probably shouldn't have done it, but it's it's you fine. Just, you just don't know yeah. what someone's thinking. All right, yeah, you next? just didn't know, but he should have made more picks. Um let's go to Danny next. Oh Danny Ugh, boy. I bet Danny's draft was terrible. Your draft, your draft is coming. I think Danny won his first trade ever because I was angry that I was had Taylor on my team instead of Lamb. It's true, you did. So congratulations, Danny. I handed you a trade win. Ugh. Ugh. Just alright, here we go. So his team prior to the draft consisted of He's got some good depth at quarterback. He's got Wilson, Wentz, Jimmy G, and Danny Dimes. I mean, that's a pretty good quarterback run. It's pretty good quarterback. It's pretty good. Yeah. He's got Wilson, and he's got some youth. So, good on you. Uh, his running backs, Carson, Mack, Hunt, Penny, Boston Scott. Of course he has Boston Scott. Um, wide receivers, Evans, Lockett, Gallup, Ridley, Westbrook. Not terrible. He loves D.D. Westbrook. He does. Uh, tight end, he's got Ingram, Henry, Gesicki, and Gronk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and some mm-hmm, kickers. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's how his uh, draft went down. He traded for the 1-5. We've already talked about that. So yep. he added Jonathan Taylor. And gave away those two seconds. Correcto. What an at, idiot. <laughs> at uh, 390 went Van Jefferson, wide receiver. I like that pick. Yep. At 312, he went Eno Benjamin. Uh, then he went tight end Hunter Bryant at four nine. That pick I don't understand. I I kept asking. I said Hunter Hunter Bryant, meaning the one for the Lions. Yeah. Because Harrison Bryant for the Browns is the better prospect. Right, and he went later. Um. So yeah. I wonder if he. I wonder what is the. I I would might have got him mixed up. I I don't know. Oh. I just I just kept. 
I remember asking when he made that pick. Hunter? Yeah, I remember that. Hunter Bryant? So, Danny, if you're listening, call in. Let us know. Yeah. Phone lines are now open. They are open. <laughs> uh, at 5'9", he went wide receiver Darnell Mooney. Do you know who he plays for? Mm, no. Me neither. At 6'9", uh, he went quarterback Anthony Gordon. I like that a lot because he he's going to be the only other quarterback behind Wilson in Seattle. Yeah. Yep. So if Wilson if Wilson dies, that guy's going to get a chance. And he actually, forget about the kickers, if Gordon hadn't gone, he would have been my pick at mm. whatever that is, 5'12", 6'12". Sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's a good handcuff. Speaking of kickers. And speaking of handcuffs, we all know who invented the handcuff. My Yeah, my brother. My brother. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, at 7-9, he went kicker as well with Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, this is too much. I got to get going. well done. Those years of the trumpet. Me too. You I was the going. first tenor in the choir. Oh. I could have kept going. Okay, well, the contest anyway. time. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, and then he was done, huh? Yeah. Uh, Joey's next. So minor was, minor victories. That was seven uh, draft picks you were keeping score at home. Seven draft picks, yeah. alright. Um, Got him. I might like to pick a random team at the end of this, depending on how long this takes, and just look at their bench and see like who I would have dropped from their bench. Oh, Because totally. everybody here should have been making more picks. Yeah. But we are, you know, it is Except, what it is. except us. <laughs> All right, Joey, thank you for your service. Keep up the great work in the Navy. Let's hear how you did. Thank you, soldier. So his quarterbacks to begin with, he had Lamar and Brady and Tanny. Uh, his good. running backs were Gurley, Lindsey, and uh, Malcolm Brown. Mm. Uh, wide receiver Cooper, Watkins, Edelman, Alshon. At uh, tight end, he had Hooper, Big Irv Smith, and oops, I farted. <laughs> What? <laughs> You've never heard that team name if you have Tyler Eifert? Oops, I farted. Oh, no. I <laughs> didn't catch on to what you were doing. Oh, sorry. So basically his running back and wide receiver rooms are... Yeah. Yeah. And he had some kickers. So um, he addressed uh, running back right away with DeAndre Swift. We mentioned that at 1-8. At 2-8, when I took Antonio Gibson, that would have been a good addition mm-hmm. to his room if he had kept that pick. Truth. Because Edelman is, you know, he's old. But I but, was happy to get it from him. Yeah. Instead, he had 211, so he went with K.J. Hamler. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 3-8, this is the other guy that I wanted, uh, Tyler Johnson. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't end up with him, but we're yeah. in Minnesota, a lot of homers. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be trying to trade for him. That's Joey, true. if you're listening. Joey's got, willing got, to talk trade. You got an offer coming. He's willing to talk trade. Yes, totally. We made a trade. Yeah. At 4-8, he went wide receiver Gabriel Davis. At 5-8, running back Michael Warren. Mm-hmm. At 6'8", tight end Kobe Parkinson, mm, mm-hmm, Seattle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 7'8", uh, quarterback Captain James Morgan. Is James Morgan the guy in New York for the Jets? I think he's a Jets guy. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. So he had seven picks. Okay. Because I was also thinking about him and then he got, he got gone. He got gone. All right. How about the lovely Claire? Claire. Let's hear about Claire's team. I have it alphabetically by team, so she's up here. Here we go. So her quarterback room looked like this. She had Dak and Allen, and then backups after that. Yep. Good one-two punch, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brissette, Kaiser, McSorley, Rush. I mean... The, but, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before. The issue with her is, like with a lot of these folks... 
if you are not constantly immersed in listening to fantasy football information, right, 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 right. you are not making constant adjustments, and so you kind of rest on your laurels. I mean, she's been relying on Zeke being good and, and Dak being good, mm-hmm. and, like, if those guys fall off, that's the end of that, you know? So yep. you can only reach such great heights. Anyway, continue. To be a new team name, resting on laurels. Resting on laurels. At running back, she's I went got... to a school dance with a girl named Laurel no once. Way. Yeah, Sadie, she asked me. Did you... <laughs> Uh, running back, <laughs> she's got Molly knows Laurel. Okay, <laughs> she's got Zeke, Singletary, Connor, Montgomery. Yep. Wide receiver, she's got Godwin. And tight end, she's got Ertz, Rudolph, and some kickers. She has uh, Devontae Parker. Oh yeah, Devontae Parker. Yeah. I mean, hey, come on, Godwin and Parker is not bad. Last year. Throw my lady credit where credit's due. Okay, fine. Parker. Okay, all right. Let's hear about her draft. <laughs> At 13, we already mentioned she went with Henry Ruggs third. Mm-hmm. At 2-7, she kept up with the wide receiver. She took Brandon Nayuk. Yeah, like that. At 3-7, she went with another pass catcher, tight end Devin Asiasi. Yep. Uh, which... Not a bad pick, considering her tight ends. Sure. At 4-7, she went another wide receiver. Dirty, dirty Wolverine, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And then at 6-7, tight end, <coughs> Josiah DeGuara from uh, the Packers. And I don't know if she decided she just really liked his name, but she was, like, watching, like, is this guy gone yet? Oh, they better not take him. They better not take this guy. I don't know why she fell in love with him. It must be his name. Or maybe their tight ends are kind of wide open. I mean, they have Sternberger, but he hasn't really done much. That's true, and she's been she's been relying on uh, Kyle Rudolph, yeah, which is rough, yeah. Um, and then I got Andrews from her, so yeah. So that was five picks. Ooh. Yep. All right. Who's and next? then she was, and then she was done. And she was done. Uh, Mike is next. Can I tell the story about Mike? Let's hear it. Uh, my uh Claire's friend Kara, who was over the other day when we were doing this draft, was watching a Snapchat <clears throat> video by Mike's fiance Ashley, and in the background, Kara hears my voice. Mike was listening to my pod our podcast. Oh. And Kara goes, Oh my god, Claire, Mike is listening to Ralph's podcast, and then Claire shows me. <laughs> And I'm like, and this is after he took C. Lamb. I'm like, he totally heard me talking about my strategies. He didn't act like he listened, and he totally played off. That's amazing. Oh, well done, sir. Yeah, but it was pretty funny. Anyway, all right. Who? How's Mike's team? He had a really good draft. I'm sure he did. He really did. Uh, his team started out like this. I thought we were friends. Can't you say his draft was terrible? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Pander. You know what? Eddie gave us a tie in Debbie because he wants to be friends with both of us. Maybe you could fall in line. You know what? If Mike's listening, I'm not going to deny him the opportunity to give him a shout-out that he had a good draft. Maybe he should admit he listens. (laughs) Mike, if you're listening... Job well done. All right, continue, Dave. If you're listening, call in. Let Stop us know. Stop talking to Mike and go on. Um, he's got some pretty dreamy eyes too. I saw that. Oh, I hate too. your, <laughs> I hate your soul. So with his quarterbacks, he had Watson and backups. Well, I guess Fitz Magic. Sounds like he should have taken Justin Herbert there, Dave. It's 
possible. Oh. At uh, running back, he's got Bell, carry on my Werewitz on Johnson, uh, Breed and Bryce Love. At uh, he's got some pretty good wide receivers. He's got Hill, DK, Keenan, Deontay Johnson. Those are good wide receivers. Hey, uh, who takes best player available? This is got, garbage. Who's got Higby in this league? Never mind, I found him. It's Mike. He's got Higby. <laughs> His tight ends aren't the best. He's got McDonald and Doyle. Uh, and Higby. Uh, and Higby, yeah, yeah. And he's got some kickers. Hey, Doyle could actually be. He could. Yeah. Yeah. Doyle is a definite sleeper. This I mean, year. I could also grow a tail, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway. So at 1-6, uh, we've already heard about it ad nauseum, but he took C.D. Lamb. <laughs> at 2-2, uh, two, two, he went uh, A.J. Dillon, running back. I've been hearing better things about him since this draft happened. Have you? Yeah. Well, it's an even better pick then. <laughs> he had a second second round pick at 2-6 where he took Adam Troutman. First tight end off the board. Yeah, that yeah. was a very good pick on his part, especially with his tight end room. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, yeah, I mean, once you decide you're taking the first one, take the one you want. Do it. Yep. Uh, at 3-6, he went Jordan Love. I like that pick a lot. 4-6, Antonio Gandy-Golden. I like that pick a lot. At 5-6, Raymond Calais. I love that pick. <laughs> yeah. Because what if, Vaughn, what if Vaughn isn't all that's I'm cracked up to be? You, what if I'm, Ronald Jones dies? I'm telling you. If Brady ends up liking this Calais guy, yeah. that's the end of yeah. that. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rojo. Yep. yep. At 6-6, six, six, he took tight end Dalton Keene. Ugh, I like that pick, too. And then uh, his one homer pick at 7-6 was K.J. Osborne. Yeah, that picks from the up. Vikings. <laughs> so he picked homer? eight third place in the uh, quantity of drafts. If I ever stop winning this league, I could see Mike winning at some point. I think he he's he's he uh, builds a roster well, generally well, after, speaking. After Kurt. <laughs> well, right. I mean, he's going to get past Kurt. Kurt is going to beat me. This in, year. In 10 years, <laughs> after Kurt wins five in a row. I can't win every year. <laughs> I can't. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and Kurt is, poor Kurt, he puts in more time than anybody I've ever met. He is knocking on the door. <laughs> He's knocking on the door, all right. All right, who do you want next? Uh, next would be James, Philosophical James, Anarchists. James, James, That's down here. I love James. And his kids are the best. Yeah? Yeah. Les's kids are the best, too. Sure, 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 sure. I don't invite dudes into fantasy leagues unless I like their kids. Okay. It's a rule I have. Yeah. I like your kids as well. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> so All right. here's James's team. His quarterback room consists of Goff and Haskins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ew. Um, Do you think he would add to Haskins to get Herbert for me? I don't know. We should ask him. James, if you're listening, call him. Phone lines are open. Call now. At running back, he's got Kamara, Drake, Edmonds, Devontae Freeman, who's jobless. Yep. Wide receiver, Cup, Thielen, Debo, and Boykin. You can throw him in there. Yeah. Uh, tight end, he's got some old tight ends with Olsen and Jimmy Graham. And Yikes. he's got Waller. Waller ain't bad. Oh, but, yeah, Waller's fine. Yeah, but he's got to start two, so. Ugh. Yikes. And he's got some kickers. Um, at 2-5, he took wide receiver Denzel Mims. At 3-5, wide receiver Devin DuVernay. At 4-5, wide receiver Lynn Bowden Jr. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. He took Mims. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. He took DuVernay. I like yeah. that. He took Lynn Bowden. I like that. The yeah. problem is that 
he is he should be desperate for tight end. His wide receivers are these these wide receivers won't even see his starting roster for a while. Because um, Mims is great, don't get me wrong. I'm fine with Mims, but instead of Duvernay, he should have gone with one of the tight ends. Yeah. Because who was gone at that point? Komet was gone. Troutman was he gone. Could have got Asiasi. I mean, he could have gotten Albert O. He could have gotten Asiasi. Yeah, Albert O. You got him. Um, I sure did. But yeah, that was that was an oversight. He didn't take any tight ends in this in yeah. this draft. Yeah. Anyway, and and, then, and Lynn Bowden is. Sorry to sorry to interject. You're, you're Lynn, fine. I feel like Lynn Bowden <laughs> is a great player for the NFL team he's on, but a fantasy asset. Mm. He's a he's a never draft for me. Yeah. I just can't see owning him because. When could you ever feel comfortable starting him? Right. You know? When everyone else dies, maybe. Maybe if everybody yeah. else dies. Yeah. Hopefully it's it doesn't true. happen. Hopefully. And then at 5-5 five, five and 6-5, six, he goes QB, QB, Cole McDonald, and Nathan Stanley. Do you know who those guys play for? Uh, Stanley is with the Vikings. He went um, to Iowa. Gotcha. I, uh, Cole McDonald, I have no idea. Okay. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, either. Don't ask me. I just don't know. All right. Who's next? Uh, Brandon is next. Brandon! So, Clyde Edwards... Oh. Just, what? That was a joke, because 1-4 he traded to me. And I oh, took Clyde sure, sure, sure. So his, uh, and team. I'm such a jerk. I wore my Jameis Winston jersey to the draft. Did he say something? Well, I had a drink already, and I showed it. I was like, hey, oh. Brandon, I wore this for you. I felt... I'm such a mean person. Anyway. You're such a Richard. All right, let's hear about Brandon. Uh, he, he had some good picks too. He started out with uh, Murray, Taylor, Winston, and his as his quarterbacks. His running backs are Henry, Damon Williams, DJ, and Gore, and some other people. Uh, wide receivers, he's got Fitzgerald, he's got McCole Hardman, uh, and it just uh, he's got Woods, but it just ooh. And he only really got one in the draft to speak yeah, of. I know. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. Ooh. He's got Brait. He's got Witten. Ooh. And then it gets really bad oh, after that. Oh, man. He should have been taking tight ends, too. Yeah, and then he's got some kickers. But, I, well, you can go through his picks, but, like, I uh, got a couple of guys I really like. But So at 2-4, he went Michael Pittman, wide receiver, mm-hmm. Colts. At 3-4, Anthony McFarland, running back. 4-4 running back DJ Dallas, who you like. I love DJ you Dallas. Do. Yep. At 5-4, uh, he went Jake Fromm. Somebody had to take him. He had to go somewhere. Yep. Yeah. And then at 6-4, Quez, don't call me Q's, Watkins. And he's receiver. the third guy for the Eagles, right? He's the, the third of the deep threat guys they drafted, I think. Sounds right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't look at... When <laughs> I looked That's, at... Five players he drafted. Yeah, and when I look at James, so when I look at James's with his tight ends, yeah. and I look at where some of the other guys went compared, so, so like I'm looking at Devin Duvernay, or Lynn Bowden, and I would have gone tight end instead of those guys. For Brandon's, I'm not sure I feel the same way because mm-hmm. I like the McFarland pick a lot. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I would have snuck a tight end in there. Michael Pittman's fine. By the time DJ Dallas was taken, the tight ends that have true potential were already gone. Yeah. You know, maybe Harrison Bryant, maybe. Or Hunter Bryant. Well, no, I specifically <laughs> didn't say Hunter Bryant. Or, or even Thaddeus Moss, just for the flyer, maybe instead of Lynn Bowden, but, or instead of uh, DJ Dallas. But I like the DJ Dallas pick a lot, too. Yeah. So it's just, um, 
I think what I I think really what I would have done is instead of Jake Fromm gone Thaddeus Moss. I think that would have been better for his for his team. Yeah. Now Waylon, we don't need to talk about his draft picks. He drafted nobody because he, he, he traded hates them all draft away. Picks. Now, do you have his team written out though, so we can see what it looks like? I sure do. Okay, I figured you did. Let me just get to it. Let me get to Waylon's team. Yeah, I wish we had yeah, like fifty yeah, Frozens yeah. to talk about, so this could be every week. Let it go. So, he has uh, quarterbacks, Darnold and Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, running backs, he's got C-Mac, Eckler, one of your favorite players. Um, he's got some of the Patriots' backfield with Michelle and White. And he's got Geis, and he has Jordan Howard. Okay. So, he's got an interesting running backs room. Man, I'd like to own Jordan Howard this I year. I know you would. I wonder if he traded him to me. Not for picks. <laughs> I don't want to give him picks, so perfect. Uh, and wide receiver, another good wide receiver room. He's got old dirty bastard, ODB, AJ Green, Julio Jones, and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, except he doesn't have the new AJ Green, T Higgins. Yeah, but AJ Green, I, I ironically gotta, he could have had T Higgins because I had that pick. I got a feel he's gonna come back well rested and he's gonna vibe with Burrow. His bones are made of glass. Not true. He could have played last year, sir. Oh, really? It's true. Uh, his tight That's ends good. are, are kind of garbage. Uh, he's got Triple H, Howard, Hurst, and Herndon. Howard, Hurst, and Herndon. The hope for Howard is that he gets traded. Yeah. Because uh, Gronk there just ruins him. Totally. And but Hurst, I mean, Hurst... Yeah, they gotta they gotta one. replace the Hooper another H. They gotta replace the Hooper production. So. <laughs> There's more H's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he made no picks, and we've talked about this before. I don't understand the mentality of being so anti picks that you trade them all away. I don't know. For example, two three away for Carlos Hyde, who isn't even on a team right now. Yeah. I just don't get the thought process. I don't know, How do you ever improve your team? I guess you just don't. I guess you just never intend to improve your team organically that he way. Improves through drafts or through through trades, trades I guess. Yeah. It's just um, it's interesting. Yeah. So I guess you just are. I mean, it's not a horrible strategy. You're trading every pick you have for quote unquote established players. Yeah. And actually, a funny Whalen story. After the draft was over, he he texts me. He's like, um, he says, "What do you want for Jefferson?" Since I drafted Justin Jefferson. What? You know what I what? said? You know <laughs> what? what I said? I said, I want him to have a successful rookie season and score a lot of touchdowns for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want for Justin Jefferson. Does Waylon still own his 2021 first? Yes. First? You oh, have I have second. a second. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get his, I gotta get his first. Yeah. So. I can't believe less I can't believe Kirk got less his first. I know. He's gonna get Trevor Lawrence, and I'm gonna be depressed. Um, anyway, so we still got teams to talk about. Yeah, uh, who else? Oh, actually only one, because Dave, Dave we already talked about. That's yeah, you. Yeah, talked about me. Uh, Les. Les. Les, but not least. Oh, Le- that's pretty good. Did you come up with I that just on the top of your head? Yeah, he's last. So that's pretty good. Thanks, Bill. You didn't practice that? No. It's not written on your paper? No. Wow, that's pretty written? good. All right. All right, Les, let's hear it. So Les started out with Cousins, Locke, and Stafford, um, two of those quarterbacks he got from me. <laughs> his running backs were Justin Jackson, Montgomery, and Rojo. Yikes. Uh, his wide receivers were Inkeel Harry, 
and Preston Williams, and that was a Williams he got for me. He got Preston uh, Williams. Ah, Preston me. Williams. And yeah, actually, I wanted sense. I wanted Harry instead of Juju. Oh my gosh! And he get. Yeah, he wanted to give up Juju instead of Harry. Oh my gosh! Okay. Like All I right. really, I really wanted Harry. So and then at wow. tight end, he's got Fant. And Yikes. some kickers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he made up for it at tight end with the pick of the draft. You remember this? We'll get to it. Okay. Um, at two twelve, he went tight end Cole Komet to fix his tight end room. I did. I do like that pick. Yeah, I yeah. the more I look at, you know, the Bears aren't a great spot for tight ends, but um, it's where tight ends go to die. Yeah, but Cole Komet, he's he's got a he's like he's six six. He's a multi sport athlete. I don't know. There's some. And good we all know that you only take. Tight ends over 6'5". I love the guys who are 6'6". At 3'1". If I ever find one that's 6'7", just stick a fork in me, I'm done. 6'7 <laughs> <laughs> with washboard abs, you're done. <laughs> All right. At three one, he went running back Zach Moss. I like I like that uh-huh. Zach Moss. Zach Moss in the beginning of the third. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good a value. solid. That's solid a solid pick. Value. Three three. Uh, stop for a second. I think with how with how future base. I mean future based How um for how his team is built, I think he should have prioritized other positions than running sure. back. But three one for Zach Moss is pretty good. Can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> at uh three three he, he went chase claypool wide receiver um that's one of the, that's the wide receiver i didn't want at all yeah i don't know but okay. who knows it's up to you at five <laughs> one he took harrison bryant he took the good bryant he took the good bryant yep. sure there's a tight end he took he took david njoku jr he did at uh six one he took james robinson I like that. Back. I grabbed him deep in in a league. That's a great sixth round. <laughs> That's a great sixth round. But at flyer. seven one, he takes the pick of the draft. Tight end. Yeah. Charlie Tamapio. 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 For the Cowboys? Yeah, I think so. I think it's pronounced Rico Gathers. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know who that was. So that had you going, huh? <coughs> I actually, I knew who he was. I knew of him because I was looking deep. It but. never, it never ceases to amaze me, though. I do as much research as anybody for for this and for the IDP in Westeros and for the Debbies that we're now in, and, yeah. and then someone will say a name that I swear they're making up. <laughs> a tomapio. Sounds like it's out of forgetting Sarah Marshall. It sounds like a spice. <laughs> Those happy tissues or sad tissues? Um, oh, oh boy, I know me too. Hey, I've lost a shoe. It's not. It's not exactly like this shoe. It's like this. It's like this is exact opposite. It's like this shoe's fellow. <laughs> I love that movie too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So love, that's I everybody's love, squad. I love Russell Brand. He's so funny. Uh. I heard you gave some letter grades to these teams. No, I didn't. I thought you did. No. I have a pre 
preseason ranking. Oh, like before... Oh, like... Preseason post-draft. So before the season starts. Oh, meaning you're predicting how things are going to end up? Ooh, this is juicy. Yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I can give grades if you want. No, no, no. That's pretty much what I meant. I I mean, I said grades, but what... That's... Okay, you did rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Based on everybody's teams with their draft picks. Yes. I'll start 12 and go to 1. Meaning the worst team that will have the first pick. Yes. Okay. Uh, I went with James, actually. Really? Yep. Interesting, because he what, won the toilet bowl last what year. What hurts him okay, let's is hear his it. lack of quarterback depth. Okay. He has one starting quarterback on his team. Well, two. He's got Haskins. Well, he's got one and a half. Okay, fair. And also, his Mims was his best draft pick, and people were hating on Mims going to the Jets. So... Fair. Yeah. Okay. It's my rankings for crying out loud. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you took the time to prepare it. I'm not not going to boo-boo it. I didn't take the time to do this. Uh, This took a minute. (laughs) It really didn't. At 11, I've got less. Uh, He's got... What? (laughs) So what you're saying is Kurt is no longer in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Right. He is in the... Justin Fields, Fields. who yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that either. So Les, uh, he's got lots of handcuffs and backups on his team. Yeah. Right? He's got some old players. Yeah. Uh, it, Shark, Fant, and Locke are, are his highlights for youth. Oh, he got Shark in the Kurt. Yeah, yeah the trick with yeah, Kurt. So he's yeah, he's got Shark. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, just, he just hasn't mastered roster construction. Oh, and I actually, I, I was... Like the idea of having old guys who perform right. balanced with young guys who perform balanced with young guys who are who have potential, so that you're constantly replenishing. Yeah, he just he just hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah, and I I was mistaken, James. I apologize. You weren't the one I thought of that only had one starting quarterback. It is number ten uh, with Mike. I have Mike at 10. Wow, really? He you has, should probably trade C.D. Lamb right now. He has now, one then. starting quarterback. Oh, we should talk about that, the, the trade that he's willing to make with me for C.D. Lamb, by the way. Oh, okay, we can do that after <clears throat> this. Yep. Um, yeah, one starting quarterback, that hurts him. Uh, but he does have uh, Hill and Metcalf on his team. But the rest are just, they're Jags. They're just Jags. They're just guys. Yep, So doesn't so basically doesn't have the starting lineup. Right. And any time in, in this league with the starting lineups being as deep as they are, every time I worry about mine, I look at some of the mm-hmm. others, and everybody has one or two starting spots at least where it's like, wow, I can't believe you have to start that guy. Yeah. It's just how this league is built, really. So he's got Watson, but I mean, he does have Fitzpatrick, but I mean, still, if Tua bumps in there. Yeah. I mean, if Tua was healthy, Fitzpatrick yeah. would never right. not be starting anymore. But he doesn't have Tua. I got to it. Yes, you do. So now we go to number nine. Uh, Brandon is at number nine. Um, he's got Kyler and uh, Henry. Um, and it, his tight ends are rough. And his bench is, is not good. Hmm, okay. So um, at number eight, I've got your Claire. Okay. She's got the Dak and Zeke show. Uh, she's got some good young wide receivers. But after that, you know. She Where'd just she she's not immersed in research enough to build depth. She's mm-hmm. got she's got the guys she likes that are starters, and 
if they do well, she does well. Yep. But it's very reliant on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At seven, I've got Eric. Okay. Uh, his running backs are going to be key. Yeah. The Cook, Jacobs, Jones duo, the law firm. Oh, Eric, if you're listening, call them the firm. Oh. Should be his new team name. You're welcome. It's so much better than Eric's, Eric's team. team. <laughs> and he's got A.J. Brown. Can so. you imagine letting your team sit for three years as Eric's team? Like, come on. Or come Mike's up team. Let's go. Claire's team. I know. A quarter of this team does, of this yeah. league does that. It's so sad. Um, actually, he could go Cook, Jacobs, Joan, and Brown. <laughs> the law firm. Okay. The firm. Oh, man. Uh, I had awesome. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis on my initial Emperor team. That's awesome. And he was steady Eddie for uh, me. I started him every single week because you fantastic. had to. You had to. Anyway. Uh, at number six, I've got Joey. Okay. His quarterback duo of uh, Brady and Jackson will do him quite well, at least for this next year. Uh, he's also got a good mix of vets and youth. Um, you know, like a couple more vets he'd be competing couple more youth he'd be rebuilding you know that kind of thing so that's why he's in the middle deandre swift whether he hits or not is going to be huge right. because he if he's what he would have been if he went to a team we were excited about mm-hmm. that could be massive mm-hmm. but if the half ton hobo ruins him, that's that it's true yep um at number five i've got danny two words boston <laughs> scott <laughs> That's all you need to know about Danny C. <laughs> Boston Scott. Because he'll start him no matter what. <clears throat> it's on a post-it note, baby. Boston Scott no, <laughs> no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> <laughs> because he will outproduce Miles Sanders this year. If I'm not top two, I'm going <clears> to <throat> climb up on the roof. <laughs> At number four, we've got Ralph's team. Are you serious? No, oh, jeez. At number four is me. Okay. Um, I've got a young team. I need a couple more years. Uh, to compete, I may surprise some people, uh, and I put in bold, great draft. Yeah, I mean your team is young as all get out. Like yeah. you know, a year or two to to you know marinate, and they're gonna just. I be... have nobody under the age of twenty nine. I think the problem with a team like that is just the patience to let yeah. them all reach their maturity. Because I get too antsy. Like, hey man, I got triplets. I got all the patience in the world. Yeah, that's true. I just I haven't had to rebuild too many teams from complete youth like this, so it's, and it's, with this team, it's I, a little scary because if they uh, don't come to fruition, you right? Know. Yeah. So I'm with this team. I know I'm being patient. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Got it. Number three, Waylon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because here's my reasoning. Okay. He's got CMC and Eckler. Yeah. Right. They are PPR darlings in this format yep uh along with the point for first downs if you remember i i owned cmc at one point so i do remember i I remember and he helped me win an emperor bowl Mm -hmm. so um he's also got the great wide receivers we mentioned beckham he's got jones and he's got green the health of those older guys Mm -hmm. is going to be huge well Mm -hmm. even beckham right because if those guys stay healthy that's huge and some are saying that he'll even have uh a bounce back year Rebecca. Guess we'll see. Yeah, it's guess possible. We'll see. As possible. He's also got a sneaky bench, too. You know, those running backs he has. You do like Jordan Howard. 
And that well, guy I just named, I just think they're going to use and abuse him this year. That guy named is it Guise or or Geese or whatever it is. Oh, Geis. please, that guy's dead. He died. Number two, I have Kurt. Okay. Um, I I call Kurt's team one B to your one A, pretty much. His team is so good. I know. I can't just, continue to beat him when his team looks like he that. He just can't get over the hump. Oh and, man, he's so good. And like I, I've always said, he has an amazingly deep bench. So if it's he has insane. any injuries at all to any of his starters. He's fine. He's so loyal. He is so loyal. I will trade. I will trade anybody. Yeah. Almost anybody. Yeah. I I traded Michael Thomas in a league. By the way, yeah. I don't know if I told you that. I yeah. I traded Michael Thomas in a league. I will trade literally anybody. Like loyalty is. Yeah. I mean, I traded Justice Hill. Like I'm willing to trade if it if it's a good yeah, deal. It but sense. he he is loyal. He yeah. sticks with these guys, and he'll get over the hump. And then at number one, so you I've, got number one. Then. I've got you, Ralph. Ooh. Uh, I put in here, you're still the champ until you're not. So is it purely on, uh, is it purely on past results or did I do enough in the draft to boost me back up? Do you think that plus you've got number one quarterback, you've got number one wide receiver, you've got number two wide receiver, you've got number one tight end. I mean, that in my opinion, number two or three tight end, three tight end after that. Yeah. And then you filled in your holes at running back. So, yeah, you're, you're set. Yeah, because my plan is, <clears throat> as far as starting lineup goes, do, uh, do you want to what's – your, what's your starting lineup look like right now for – like what, it, what would your ideal starting lineup be right now in Frozen? Do you have that handy? I do somewhere. Hold on. Because that's kind of fun to look at. It's kind of kind of a uh, way too early starting lineup, you know. So it'll be uh, Burrow at quarterback. It'll be Bridgewater, depending on what Tua does, but Bridgewater in the superflex. Um, I'll have Gordon Sanders at running back. I'll have McLaurin. I'll have Sutton at wide receiver. Uh, Goddard, Sternberger, maybe Uzoma. We'll see how his preseason goes. Uzoma should he'll he should be the tight end for the Bengals, so he's probably yeah. more likely to be the guy. It'd be nice to have a one-two punch with Burrow and Uzoma. So yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, Flex. I'll have Fournette, um, Juju, and uh, Jefferson slash Acres to see how that goes. Yep. So a young flipping team. Yeah. Really yeah. young, for sure. Yeah. And the it's, nice thing is, they're all starters. They're not, well, Akers, but they're all starting. He's the starter. They're all starters. Which I is, probably shouldn't have poo-pooed him as early as I did, but it is what it and is. And one thing I was going to say about our draft, too, is that I mentioned to you, everybody traded in that draft. So nobody just had their own picks like you see sometimes. Which is interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. Although... <clears throat> Everybody traded with us, with you, me, Kurt, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, it's not like you had an Eric and a Les trading. You know, it's basically yeah. the the handful of us that initiated stuff. It was like somebody would trade with you, but then somebody else would trade with you, but not those two wouldn't trade. Right. 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 Like you trade with team exactly. A, you trade with team B, but B and A wouldn't trade. And and I will admit, I still have the advantage in this league where I'm the one who, with the exception of Waylon, mm-hmm. who was pretty open to talking to me about trading right away, right. 
I'm still the one that has the relationship before this league you're with the, everybody in there. You're the linchpin. You know, yeah. I'm the one who recruited everybody, and so I'm the one who has the easier time contacting. And you're right. Sometimes the WhatsApp, you send a message on WhatsApp, nothing. Here I am. I'll text them, and I'm like, getting a response right away. Like I think it was Eric. Yeah. You I got mean, 110 from him. I want a 110. Right. And, and, and I don't bother trying to, um, to WhatsApp Eric. I, I text him. Okay. Now I know. Um, so my... So my current starting lineup is Mahomes, Dobbins, Ingram, Nuke, Thomas, Andrews, Kittle, CEH, Judy, Mostert, Breeze. Uh, And then the guys who could sneak in there, you know, I'll start the year with Ingram and Dobbins, figuring that's a team that runs enough that they can both. But if Dobbins ends up taking over... You know, if Gibson ends if Gibson ends up showing being the guy, I could sneak him in there instead of Mostert. Um, instead of Mostert, I also have Crowder, who could be getting the opportunities. Well, you're really you know. trying to get rid of him that draft. I'm trying to get rid of him just because he doesn't make a lot of sense long term. Like yeah. somebody, I guess the way I look at it as I, I'm tr- I was trying to trade him for a third. Yeah. There are people who barely wanted to make their third round pick. Just give me your third and take Crowder, who you can start. He's startable for your me, team. Ralph, I know. I know you know. I know. And I know you know. I know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's my squad right now. So the so the yep, I'm watching. So the so then the the only thing I'll say is, um, the the trade opportunities. So I, oh yeah, didn't like missing out on Lamb. <clears throat> right. I went to Mike right away and we started having a conversation about it. And I said, like, I'm so, and this is when he told me he had him one, one, he would have taken him one, one over everybody Mm -hmm. else. He was ecstatic when he made it to him. Herbert would have been the guy if I had taken lamb, which means I could have still gotten Taylor. So I said, all right, so what's it going to take for me to get him? Like, could I make up for this? And he knew it would take an overpay or he, he said an overpay. Basically, I said I'm willing to overpay. I said, "What are we? Ta- what about Judy and Higgins for Lamb?" Mm. He said that would do it. I said, "What about what about Higgins and Herbert? What about Judy and Herbert?" Like I tried all these different combinations. Yeah. He said it starts with Judy. It would have to include Judy. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> he said he would do Judy and Herbert. For Lamb, he would do Judy and Higgins for Lamb. Okay. I didn't bother about Edwards. I figured Edwards is later, and I'd rather hold on Edwards because I think he has a higher ceiling he's maybe. He's to Michael Thomas, right. so you don't want to get rid right. of him. So now I'm trying to decide, but I feel like it would be doubling down. I think it would be doubling down on my, on my frustration mm. if I were to do that. Yeah. So I think I felt like I had to – I have to hold – um, Kurt was saying Lamb is so far above mm-hmm. that it would be worth it to give two players for Lamb. Um, I look at it as that's two really high quality dart throws. Do I really right. want to give those up? If if Higgins and Judy or whoever, if they went off and they were freaking amazing and Lamb was just okay and I traded two of them for one, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself. Yeah. 
Dave, we got to wrap this up, man. Ralph, we got a minute oh, to go. Oh, boy. We only got one minute to save the world. So let's uh, – next week we're going to get into a more variety show. Yeah. This was Frozen-centric. Frozen-centric. But I'm so happy we got to this do it. amazing. And I love the deep dive analysis. Hopefully everybody else likes hearing about it. So it. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. That's the show. Hey, that's us. And you are – I'm Dave. And I am – You are Ralph. And, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> And we're done. And thank you for listening. This could be our longest show ever. We are out of here. Listen to the music, and then we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Deuces.